yes, yes, freaking yes, yes, y'all. You know what it is. It's that kids and wives and nine to fives, but we are married to the games. It's your boy, Gabe Patillo, with Tim Router and Timothy Hall, as always. I'm loving life, because I thought I wasn't going to be able to talk to you guys this week. And this is making my day right now. Well, it's tying my day, because my day has actually been really good. (laughs) But we'll get to that later. I was looking forward to seeing your beautiful face all week, and now I see is a is a blue silhouette head. <laughs> I know because my internet's not good enough to stream video and audio, <laughs> so we had to choose one. And since you guys aren't master lip readers, we went with audio. Tim Router, yes, sir. I want to hear how your week has been. Okay, first off. <coughs> Oh, Canada, <laughs> our home and native land, true patriot love in all thy sons come. And, and that's about it. Well, how do you know so much of that? It's called looking up the lyrics of Oh, Canada. <laughs> <laughs> I was wondering about that, too. I was like, oh, I think we're going to discover something new about Tim this week. I know. I was like, is Tim Canadian? And we right. didn't know I this whole time. I have dual citizenship. How did you guys know? I uh, know. Shoot. Just man, a guess. It's good to hear from you, brother. It, it, for those of you who don't know, Gabe is up in Canada right now. So we were yeah. we were trying to figure out if he was going to have internet and this podcast could have uh, not been uh, with him and we would have been very sad, but Clearly, we're all back together, and it's great. It uh, might have been better. I should have just said I couldn't make it. The podcast might have been better. <laughs> well, hopefully it will be better than me singing. Um, <laughs> anyway, it's good to, to hear from you boys. Uh, had a good week slash weekend. Um, pretty normal stuff, just you know, working and doing our thing. Um, and yeah, um, what, what did I do? Not really a whole lot. Um, took Piper to Indian food for the first time. That was pretty amazing. She loved it. So, really? Yeah, I was actually kind of proud. I was like, oh, my God, my my daughter's a hipster. Man, I bet that was a terrible <laughs> diaper change. Yeah, I, the, I was kind of like, as I'm feeding her, I'm like, oh, this is not going to be good tomorrow. <laughs> That's amazing. There's That's n- incredible. There is nothing good that, th- that can come of this. But she... Loved it. And in fact, I gave it to her leftovers for lunch like the next day. And she was really? like pointing at it. So she really liked it. So she like, give me that. Give me that. Oh, I'm so proud of her. So, yeah. So that That's was awesome. good. We, we did that. And um, oh, and um, Amara and Piper had a play date last night and Jenny came over and we had some margaritas and um, I saw the pictures. I'm so jealous. Yeah. I mean, we, we actually had a Sace de Mayo, not Cinco de Mayo, because, uh, oh, happy Cinco oh, de yeah, Mayo to everybody, yeah, by the yeah. way. Uh-huh. Um, so, because we couldn't make it on Sunday, so we decided to do it on Monday. So we had tacos and margaritas and hung out. And those two w- basically played straight from like 7 till 11 o'clock. They were just, they are insane together. So it was it was a lot of fun watching the two of them go. And they were just running around. Like our living room looked like a bomb, sh- like a bomb hit it af- afterwards. It was amazing. <laughs> That's great. It was great. And then they sacked out and it was like, I think Piper woke up at like 10 o'clock this morning. And I think uh, Amara woke up at like 930 or so. So they That's were all, perfect. They were all hung over like, ugh. <laughs> it, was, it was awesome. Yeah. I partied too hard last night. That's right. <laughs> That's right. So, um, yeah, candy crushing by night and uh, getting up. <laughs> Early oh, in the course. morning and Borderlands toing it by uh, in the morning. So <laughs> when people can watch you, so in the daytime when people can see you, you're like, right. yeah, I just like headshotting people. Yep. You know, this is no thing. I'm just at head- night when nobody's looking. You're like, oh, let me try to put these candies together. <laughs> <and maybe> I can, <laughs> exactly. I can drop this fruit down. Uh, oh, the yellow ones are my favorite. <laughs> <laughs> if I mix a striped one with a wrapped one, something <laughs> crazy happens. Gabe, oh. you have you have the best Professor Frank voice ever. I know it's awesome. <laughs> Hey, hey, hey. So, yeah. Oh, my gosh. It's pretty amazing. I, man, what what is the deal with Candy Crush? Why is it so freaking addictive? Like, I I come home, like, it's usually, like, Lauren and I will decompress. Once once Piper's in bed, like, we're, we're sitting on the couch. She's doing some stuff on the computer. And then the next thing you know, both of us are playing Candy Crush. And we're, like, up till 11, 12 o'clock at night. We're like, what are, what, what are we doing? Exactly. So, it's it's crazy. But, um, yeah, so... 
I'm candy crushing, and then I am continuing my campaign on Borderlands 2, and man, that game is great, Hall. I love it. It's Told just, you. I just, it's just awesome, and it's like... Uh, I am doing, I learned my lesson from Borderlands 1, and I'm doing all the side missions. It, you know, as soon as one pops up, I'm doing it just so I can get the XP. And uh, it, it really makes the main campaign a lot easier. But I I reached the um, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle reference, which was amazing. Oh, yes. Which was amazing. And I forgot about that, too, because I know we had talked about it in a previous episode. And as soon as as soon as the whole pizza thing came in, and then we went down in the sewer, I'm like, oh, this is it. So, oh really? Oh, dude, yeah, it's great. So, Gabe, so Hall, our, I think our goal here is we need to get Gabe hooked on Borderlands somehow. Because yeah, have, for well, a first he, he shooter, said he played the first play one, it. right? What's that? Didn't didn't you play the first one, Gabe? I played parts of it, and then I forget something came out, and it distracted me. What were you gonna say, Tim? I was gonna say like, do we? Does he just start with Borderlands two or? Like, I don't know, like, because he's a first-person shooter. Like, he loves those games. This is, like, the perfect first-person shooter for him. It really is. Um, man, see, the only reason that you would want to start with one is for story purposes. And yeah, I a love story. story. Guy, so, yeah. I am a story guy. Yeah, I mean, because the, the characters in one are a lot better than the characters in two, in my opinion. I, I actually like kind of agree. the main characters. I agree. Um, and I think it may just be a a you know I've played the first game so I know these characters type right. of thing, mm. but um, I don't know. I wonder what somebody's take on like if they just started with two, if they would even care like I, about the characters. I don't know, like because I hadn't I hadn't played it since Christmas because that's when I played uh, Borderlands. And and Gabe, did you ever download it uh, through PS Plus at all? Because it was for free. That's how I got it. Yeah, that's how I have Borderlands One. Yeah. Uh, okay, so you have it. All right. So. Oh yeah. Maybe you just try it again and, and see. I, I think you would really, really enjoy it. Okay. Just because it's it it's such a good first person shoot. And they're dude, I think the, the, the overwhelming thing is there are so many guns. Like so many I guns and different types of guns. I do remember that from the first one. I was like, Okay, this is a lot to keep track of. Yeah, it is. But yeah. but you kinda get used to it after a while. Like the first time I was like, Man, what are all these numbers and what what what's this? And after a while you you start getting really into it and i've got like a whole system for how i figure out what what i need and what i don't need but man once mm. you get those that right gun man it's just you can just churn and burn and it's great yeah and you get used to exchanging your guns too so you never really keep a gun for more than like four or five levels probably yeah, you're right because you just get right. used to the churn and they build they build it up good too because you can because the the main mission kind of it you know, you're you're fighting a lot of the the enemies that are on the same level as you. If you start doing side missions, then that helps boost your level, and then it's easier to to wipe out the 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 lower level guys. Right. So, but yeah, man, it's sense. it's just a fun game. I'm super excited, and I'm I love playing it. It's a lot of fun. There you go. So that's yeah, that's what's going on in the router camp. Hall, over that. to you, sir. Yeah. Are we going to continue with the national anthem thing? If you want, <laughs> if you want to go to the next verse, by all means, go right ahead. All right. Well, no, I only know the French one. Oh, oh, please. Alons enfants yeah, de la patrie. <laughs> <laughs> that that literally good. sounded like you threw up on yourself. That is yeah. the most... My wife always makes fun of when I talk French because I do have to do some... Uh, I do have to talk some French at work every now and then, too. And, do you really? That's awesome. Well, yeah, and I have... But that's the thing, though, is I have, like, this Midwestern southern accent so my french always sounds stupid that is awesome you know, it sounds like really just twangy that's funny i mean get, i guess it could well if you've ever heard like a cajun person talk like you know how louisiana used to be like owned by the french there's a lot of people exactly. down there that still speak the french and they sound yeah they sound creole completely french. different yeah it's kind of nuts that's awesome well i i thoroughly enjoyed that i think we you should do an entire podcast in french <laughs> we could have yeah, used you. In, we could have used you in Montreal the other day. Oh, I bet. Yeah, I mean, I know a lot of the. I mean, I can get around and stuff, and I can do some basic conversation. But past that, I'm just like, I because once you start talking French to a French person, man, they just go nuts on you because they yeah. think you know everything, right? So right. you know, whereas we'll be speaking to somebody who doesn't speak English, we'll kind of you know slow it down and kind of just kind of try to make 
images with our hands, I guess. Yeah, they don't have that that same heart. No. Yeah, you do more you do more hand gestures, and for some reason, you end up talking a lot louder too. Like you're just like <laughs> hello, and you don't need to like it's, like that helps. It's funny, like yeah. I, I've. I've heard so many people doing that when we were overseas a couple times too and we're just like no no you can still be calm and quiet you, <laughs> right. you just have to slow down a little bit and make more they just don't know english they're not deaf right exactly <laughs> exactly <laughs> like it, it was cool when totally off subject but when lauren and i went to italy like i spent a month beforehand trying to learn some italian and i started speaking with with people and they were it was really cool because you like the thing I kept saying was uh, a lot because it's just you get kind <laughs> of flustered thinking, with it. But yeah. they were just very patient and very cool. And they just everything was very slowed down. And it's like, man, we don't do that in America. It's all loud. And hey, my name is Barbara. And, you know, so totally, <laughs> different, even maven. totally different outlook. I'm sorry, yeah. Paul, please continue. No, it's all good, man. I mean, you know, kids, wives, nine to fives, maybe a little bit of international Culture lessons, you know, we're, you we're getting everything in there. So, <laughs> um, yeah, man, uh, downloaded uh, Blood Dragon on Thursday or oh, Friday. Oh, yes. I don't remember. Tell it me was all. like right after it came out. But, um, yeah, yeah well, it. that's the thing. I downloaded it and I played it for probably about, I think about two or two and a half hours. And I haven't gotten a chance to play it since. But I am, I'm really dying to play that game. It's so much fun. Awesome. Nice. So you do like it? Oh, yeah, it's really cool. Well, it's a lot like Far Cry 3. I mean, you know, if you've even watched like a review video or even a preview video, you've probably seen a lot of the stuff that's going on in the game. There are actually dragons in the game. I wasn't expecting that. I was like... That's incredible. I know. That's I really cool. I was thinking it was just the name because they were trying to be, you know, silly 80s G.I. Joe slash Terminator, you know, storyline. Slash RoboCop, um, I think, too, right? Slash RoboCop. I mean, basically, if you've watched any 80s movie, you're, or if you enjoy any 80s movies, you're really going to enjoy this game. And it, it's really, yeah. it, the only thing that is a little disappointing is that it, 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 it kind of laughs at itself a lot. So the game kind of takes a step back. And just laughs at what's going on a lot. If that so, makes it doesn't sense. take itself almost serious enough to make it really, really funny. Yeah, to me, it doesn't anyway. Like, I think, I think they should, they should have just went all in with the serious factor on that game. Yeah, but d don't get me wrong. Like, that's not a big deal. But to me, it was kind of like, man, I kind of just wish they would have committed one hundred percent to this craziness. Mm. Yeah, if you're gonna um, do a throwback, you just go all. Go all in and don't mock yourself. Take it as serious as you can. That's what I heard from yeah. a few other people too. That they tried a little bit too hard to be like over the top and then and then be really obvious. And it's like you don't have to do that, you know. Especially for an '80s throwback, just keep it as serious as possible because that's how all those movies and shows were. They, I mean, it was exactly. dead on serious. And you look at serious, it now yeah. and it was hilarious. <laughs> it makes me think like you're you're playing the game and the music is just dead on man oh, it's yeah. like I'm it's so like happy you're standing yeah you're standing in like the middle of a war zone with you know skynet on one side and the rebels on the other and you're just like this is not this is just like something out of terminator it's oh ridiculous. that's so cool i got but, play um that. oh it's so cool but uh what was i gonna say um yeah, the some people were complaining about the cutscenes. The cutscenes are like a 16-bit graphical style, mm -hmm. and I really like them. Like, I'm really glad that they went like a different direction with the cutscenes because they're really cool. And I know what did that people they want. What's that? What did people want? Oh, I don't know. I mean, I imagine that people were expecting, you know, the same thing as Far Cry Three, where they've just got a cutscene and it's from first-person view, and you know, you're interacting with people. But the 16-bit cutscenes, I think they did them to save money, but they're mm. they're effective. I mean, they're hilarious. That's like, I awesome. feel like I'm playing a Genesis game. It's it's hysterical. <laughs> um, and there's this there's this scene. Oh my gosh. There were in the beginning there were a few like laugh out loud moments but then I got to this scene like right after you encounter the like the I guess he would be considered probably the boss. Like I said I haven't played far enough to know but you encounter him for the first time and there's this scene right after that I was just 
rolling on the floor laughing. It was so funny. Oh my god, that's so awesome. great! I love. I, that. I wish I could tell you guys, but I don't want to spoil it. It's it's too funny. Yeah, no, you guys please just don't. have to play the game. Yeah, that's so awesome. I love to hear that. And that's what ten bucks right now. Is that what it is? Uh, it's fifteen dollars. Um, but it's it's. I mean, it's totally worth it. It's basically they took kind of a lot of the things from the Far Cry Three game. So the first, um, I think the first hour or so is linear, but then after that, it kind of breaks you out into an open world, and you can go around and do a lot of the same kind of things in Far Cry. You liberate these bases, um, and like I said, it's just it's open world. So. It's open world, but there's dragons walking around, and these dragons are awesome. That's so cool. Can you kind of fight them like like you could like just the boars that were walking around? Well, yeah, you can fight them, and the cool thing too that you can do is you'll pick up. I don't, I don't think this this really isn't a spoiler. You can pick up these when you kill an enemy. Uh, you pick up their cyber heart, so you just like nice. basically rip it out of them because they're <laughs> nice. they're all they're ah, all supposed so to be they're all supposed to be cyborgs. So you basically oh. rip out the cyber heart, and then you can throw them, and the dragons will follow them. So you can use them to like lure dragons in other directions. Ah, that's so it's awesome. Pretty, yeah, I mean it's pretty cool. So you can basically avoid all, avoid all dragon encounters as long as you have some of those hearts on you. So like you'll throw them off to the side, and then you'll just run the other direction. It's like giving meat to a dog. Yeah, exactly. I mean it's it's. It's such a cool game. Oh, you can also throw the hearts to lead them over to the enemies. So one thing that I, oh, that I did, yeah. one thing that I did to liberate a base was I just threw a couple of hearts in there, and then the dragon followed it in, and he just went in and killed everybody in the base. So that's I mean, awesome. you can do that approach too. So it's it's a lot of fun, and like I said, there's a lot of throwbacks. Um, there's a lot of different things that you do when you heal yourself. That's pretty. It's pretty funny. Like you'll be like repairing your cyber arm or something. It's just that's so, that so cool. great. So much thought put into that game for it being, you know, just a, a downloadable title. So yeah, you know what? Fifteen bucks is that's fine by me. You know, that sounds like that's totally worth it. Oh, definitely. That's especially so cool. because it's a standalone game. Like, like I said, when I thought that I was gonna, you know, have to own Far Cry Three, I mean, that would that would have prevented me from buying the game. Yeah, really, because I sold my copy already. So. The fact that they let it be a standalone game is just is awesome, and I'd love yeah, to see... Yeah, that's amazing. Yeah, I'd love to see more companies do that with their games. But we got to get on to Gabe, because that's all I did, so... <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> all right, National Anthem time? Yep, hit it. <laughs> all right. M- my National Anthem? Ha! For saying yeah, get Oh my god. Oh, hey, ha, oh, hey, ha. I'm just kidding. Yeah, I was gonna say any longer, man, and we know Disney some money. Oh, (laughs) that's good. I don't know if we owe him any money because I don't think any of those words are right. Everything the light touches is your kingdom. (laughs) That is awesome. What a great movie. Um, my week has been good, man. Been up in Canada. Uh, for I guess it's officially a week now. Um, crazy missing my family. Yeah, uh, it's been hard to connect just because you know you don't want to. You know, anytime you try to get internet and you're trying to Skype, but then you know, like we're experiencing right now, it doesn't always work that well. And so you know, and and Amara's getting to the point where she <clears throat> knows it's me on there, and she's you know doing the like come pick me up thing, and it's like oh that's oh, that's just gonna gosh. break your heart. Yeah, and you know, Jenny's telling you know, Amara, you know, Daddy can't pick you up right now. Daddy can't pick you up right now. And she starts crying, and I'm like, I'm a terrible father. <laughs> oh man. So, um, so that's that's been rough, but uh, the the shows have been going cool. It's really nice to like kind of go from Winter Jam, which was this huge, you know. You know, we did, I think, a total of 56 cities with them or something like that. And they're all arenas and, you know, attendance would be like, you know, 18,000 people, 19,000 people. And it's cool to kind of come to Canada. We've been playing churches and it's been like 1,700 people. Oh, you that's kind of cool. And hmm. so it's just it's been really cool and intimate. And uh, it's just been a totally different vibe. And it's been really, really nice um, and refreshing. So that's been cool. Uh on the game, I feel like there's so much to tell you guys, but um, 
on the game front, I have, I don't know, is it dove back in on Bioshock 1? Okay. Yes. And I don't know that I like it. (laughs) I'm trying so, I'm trying so hard, Hall. I promise I'm trying. Like, I'm not giving up on it. I'm, I'm really trying. I'm at the place where, uh. I walk through some door and there's a bunch of flowers all over the place. Oh, that's, that, um, I can't remember that, the name of that city, but I know what you're doing. And that guy keeps like disappearing and you're like kind of chasing him. And he's kind of like, seems like he's like teleporting around or whatever. I think that was about the part where I started to get hooked. So if you haven't gotten hooked by now, you may see. Not. And that's what I felt like. I felt like I need to push through this part. Cause it just feels so ridiculous. Hmm. Does that make sense? Like, I remember when I opened the door and it was like all flowers and vines. I was like, oh, gosh, I'm ready to like, you know, meet the guy I'm talking to this whole time or something. Right. Like you're still just by yourself for the majority. of You're waiting for something to happen, basically. Yeah. There's kind of like waiting on something to happen. That is one thing about Bioshock. I mean, it was a uh, I mean, it is an older game. So this was Mm kind of before we expected a lot of the things that we get with with current gen games. Yeah. And, and, and I do understand that my mindset might be a little, I might be a little spoiled by the call of duty games, which mm-hmm. like drop you into a middle of a city with buildings crumbling around you and you have to run down the street and start shooting people right away. Oh yeah. It's mm-hmm. super you know fast I mean? pace. Yeah. And so, you know, I'm trying to slow myself down and like take it serious, but it's just like, I don't know why it's so hard for me. And it's not because of the controls, even though I do hate the whole plasmids, uh, gun thing like how long it takes to like switch from one to the other Mm -hmm. i don't feel like that's a fast uh process but i mean i can tell that the storytelling is good i can tell that it's important to you know rescue or you know the little sisters i can tell that what i'm doing it matters to the game but i feel like it's just not moving fast enough for me yeah i think think we've just been spoiled then because really i agree I think I, th- like I said, the game had. You can tell when you play it that it influenced a lot of the games that we played in the past mm-hmm. five years. Right. Um. One, th- I think one the one of the things that I loved so much about the game was the resource management, and that, it's funny to say that in a shooter, but right. you know, so many games nowadays, like we never run out of ammo. Yeah, they just like, throw never- bullets at you. Exactly. In Bioshock, I was constantly having to manage what ammo I was using and what I needed to save for the next guy. By the end of the Mm -hmm. game, I had tons of ammo because I just kind of stockpiled. Um, Yeah, but I mean, I think that was the thing I liked the most about the game. And the story story is decent, but I I don't think there's enough really uh, interaction with the characters. You know what I mean? Yeah, and I think that's what I'm feeling. I'm like, can I have a conversation with somebody not over radio? Yeah, I, I think that may have just been, that may have either been a time limitation or just something with the writing in the game. I don't know what it was, but yeah, yeah I mean, you barely encounter any characters at all. That's so, the thing that kind of sucks. Yeah, so I'm trying to make my way through that. I've, I haven't played it the last day and a half. I did, Well, actually, the last three days. We had two days off. We were in Chicago, we were in Minneapolis, and it, the weather was beautiful, and I would have been, it would have been a shame if I played video games on those days. I mean, mm-hmm. we're like, our, our hotel was like on Michigan Avenue in Chicago. Oh, man. So you're like, you have to go walk around. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Don't you feel mm-hmm. guilty, like, on, now that it's spring and getting into summer, it's like beautiful days, and I'm like, should I, should I be in here gaming right now? I, I think I need to go outside. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> I should be doing something. I should be doing like something constructive, right? You always feel that way. <laughs> yeah, I definitely feel that way. But um, so I haven't played it the last three days. So hopefully I'll pick it back up and keep it moving. I don't know what I'm going to do. But um, also uh, today I was lucky enough to uh, to meet our boy Jordan Thompson from, yeah. Win- from Winnipeg, Canada. I listened it's to part of-, of the podcast today, too. Oh yeah, it was it was it was really cool. It was great, um, Jordan. Man, you're awesome. So keep up keep up the good work. I, I, it's just it's really cool. Yeah, and um, man, what's really cool is just we talked a lot today about community, the gaming community, and you know technology and Twitter and how you know if if the gaming 
I feel like gaming is, you know, a pretty good sized community and, and I feel like we care. And so it's kind of cool when you mix that with Twitter and how easy it is to get a hold of each other nowadays. Yeah. That something like this can happen. You know, it just so happens that I'm my job sends me to Canada. I'm in eight cities out of the whole country and he happens to live in one. That's you know? awesome. So it's really cool to go and went over to his house today and, and sat with him and, and got to be on Boom Headshot, his podcast. And uh, it was just really cool. And I wanted to give a huge big ups to my fellow podcasters, Timothy Hall and Tim Router, um, because he said some really, really nice things about our podcast today. Oh, man, and, that's awesome. And I was like, awesome, I, can't keep, I can't keep this to myself. I can't, you know, I can't take all, you know, I can't take you know, barely any credit. I, and so I tip my hat to you guys, man. You guys are uh, also the breathing force of this podcast. So oh, that's awesome. To re- reflect those comments to you guys. Definitely, man. It's a group effort. We all do something, you know, in the mix. So whether it be yeah, the man, website so. or doing the, the editing or doing the promotion or, you know, things that Gabe does. Yeah. Gabe goes out to the world. He's like the ambassador of yeah. the podcast. <laughs> yeah. I was going to say, uh, man, I'm excited to listen to their show tomorrow. I'm going to listen to all my work. Yeah, yeah. I, I listened to some of it uh, while I was working today, and then I, I, I'm like maybe 25 minutes in, and then I downloaded the rest because I want to listen to the rest tomorrow. So, Jordan, yeah. that's awesome, man. I, I'm I'm thrilled that you're doing this, and I'm thrilled that you that Gabe you were able to go and 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 be on the show with him. So that's really cool. Yeah, definitely a, blessed. Yeah, that's can, yeah, that's Canada love right there. Dude, and these people up here are so doggone nice, it's sickening. <laughs> I mean, I'm about to get diabetes. I'm about to get diabetes from how sweet these people are up here. <laughs> so, um, yeah, huge shout out to Jordan. Um, invite me into his home. Let me be on his podcast. Dude, it was awesome. Great getting to meet you. And we need to hook up a Google Hangout and do a little oh, yeah. headshot married to the games mashup here soon and definitely yeah, pretty cool what's his and what's his site is, is it just boom headshot or his Twitter? yeah boom boom headshot pod.com okay yeah boom pod.com yeah he's a good guy also i walk in his house right he's like he's like hey he's showing me around he's got you know games all over the place uh He's a big um, special editions guy, so he's got like props from all these different games and oh, that's awesome. all around. It's really cool. And then he busts out Kane and Lynch 2, Dog Days, Prince of Persia, and Enslaved Odyssey to the West, and hands them to me and was like, hey, I bought these for you and the guys. What? No way. Right. You know how big of an idiot I felt like? I was like, uh, I'm com- I'm coming into your home as a guest, and you send me away with three video games what? to share amongst me and the and the two Tims. Hey, I got some lint in my pocket if you want it. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, I felt so terrible. I was like, oh, I'm so American right now. It's ridiculous. Dude, that's love right there, man. <laughs> yeah. So I got three games I'm bringing home, uh, which all have English and French on the backs. For that you all. is awesome. Okay, you know what? Then we all have to play it in French. Then <laughs> come on, we got to break out of our American shell, and we got to have play no it in idea French. what's going on. That's um, awesome. So anyway, that's huge that he did that, and I just thought that was really really cool. And then on top of that, he comes out to the show tonight oh, and checks cool. out our show. Man, I know. I know. Trust that's cool, me. man. I don't know. I feel like I should send him flowers or something freaking crazy. <laughs> hey, that's cool. That's cool. If he ever comes down, man, we'll yeah. we'll take him around and we'll show him everything. Open oh, arms, man. Me. Open arms. Jordan, come and on down to Nashville. Yeah, he didn't ever grow up going to arcades. Uh, so I feel thanks. like, especially if he comes down, we got to take him to a decent arcade. And I know that like Dave awesome. and Buster's is kind of like the... I don't know. It's kind of the anti-arcade for me. Yeah. I'm like to use a card and you have to swipe stuff, but it does scratch the itch if you go down there and spend some money. And I think you can't have fun there. So we got to take Jordan to someplace like that or something like yeah, that. Cause he's awesome. younger than all of us. He was born in like 88. So well, we got to take him to a real arcade, man, where it's no, like, we'll take there's, both. there's smoke everywhere, you know, like you're walking up against like creepy people, like bumping shoulders. Oh and yeah, stuff, <laughs> you got to yeah. put your quarter would, on the glass. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Where would we take them? Is there? Is it Galaxy something? Do we have a Galaxy something here? I feel like in Hickory Hollow. Oh I, yeah, I don't oh, know. Oh, you know what? That I think that closed down. 
because uh, the mall's now a college. Uh, well, yeah. I knew that, but I, th- I thought they moved out of it and was somewhere else. Oh, I maybe maybe they did because that'd be awesome, man. Those guys, those guys got it going on. I think that's honestly just a rich dude who doesn't even care about making money. I hope it is. Yeah, I, I love that they're even open. Sign me up, yeah. man. I'm in. Yeah, sign me up for being rich too. Yeah. You know, and I, I, I always, I was telling Krista this too. I was like, they. I don't know why nobody has opened an arcade in East Nashville yet. Why has nobody Dude, done that? S- stop talking. You're going to give away my idea. I'm trying to do that. <laughs> That's right. Gosh, Uh-oh. now everybody knows my plans. That'd be amazing. Oh, hey, as long as you got Street Fighter 2, man, you'll be good. I know. That's all we need. Um, and I, this was a cool note when I was doing, I was doing, looking up some stuff to talk about with, uh, with Jordan while we were on the podcast. And I thought we would talk about the death of the arcade mm. and uh, because I knew that he was a youngster and probably didn't really do arcades growing up. And I, I stumbled upon some really interesting facts like that in Japan, like in 2010, the arcade gaming business was still a $6.7 billion business. Wow. Like, and you got to realize like in America, in the U.S. of A., in the 80s, when it had its big boom, it was an $8 billion business, which, you know, that was 80s dollars. So that was, you know, a grip of money now. But then, like, in the early 90s, it fell to, like, 1.3 and then spiked again when, like, Street Fighter and those came out. But then they say that actually arcade gaming is on a, a steady incline right now, and I didn't know that. Wow. Like, hmm. across the world. It's, it's taken a little hit in Japan, but across the world, it's kind of, like, climbing a little bit and making more money than it used to. Wow, I think that it's it's kind of sad that that the arcades lost some of their uh, steam because a lot of people who were going to the arcades like in the eighties, the early eighties, you know, they didn't own home consoles, and if they did, they were very you know primitive home consoles. So you would think you would think a lot of people now would be kind of like how Dave and Buster's kind of appeals to that older audience, and they have games and stuff. You would right. think that a lot of a lot of older people who, you know, they're getting off of work or something and they want to run to the arcade and play for a few hours. You think there would be a market for those people? I think there is, but people are just scared to try it. But yeah, but to play devil's advocate to that, though, why would I go somewhere when I can just come home and play in the comfort of my own home? I think it's just the experience. Oh, no, I well, trust me. I'm with you. Like the, the arcade is an experience like it doesn't matter. Mm. You go in there to if you, even if you're not going in there to play a game just to, to soak it all in. It's awesome. I, I mean, I remember when I would go to the beach in, in Ocean City, New Jersey, there were two or three arcades that my brother and I would hit all the time and we'd stay in there for hours. It was just an experience, mm-hmm. you know? It's yeah. And, awesome. and I think, too, I think. Uh, if people are smart, and this is just me saying this, but I thought the arcade could become that place where you could go and play with the Oculus Rift, and where you could go play with the that hmm. Omni treadmill. Yeah, you know what I'm it's saying? It's kind of like, like the like breaking the make latest the, technology. Yeah, make it the crazy peripheral place. Mm-hmm. Like because obviously regular gaming is not working. So if you make it the place where you can go have an actual virtual reality experience instead of what they've been pitching as virtual reality for the last 20 years, um, then that could be something that would be a niche that's that needs scratching because everybody's not going to buy that Omni treadmill and put it in their house. It's too big. You know what I mean? Right. Mm -hmm. Exactly. So anyway, good stuff, man. That's my lengthy week. Tim Rowdy, you know what to do that dead Jack. That's right, brother. Um, so new releases this week is really there's not much to speak of. Um, Deus Ex Human Revolution Director's Cut is going to be re- is released this week for the Wii U. Mm. Um, that's about it. But some very exciting news. Um, if you are a PlayStation Plus member, go on there right now and download yep. Sleeping Dogs for F R double E people. I can't believe that free ninety nine. I am so excited. Uh, like I'm gonna, Gabe. I'm gonna play this game again. And if I, if you want to take your game back and you can sell it, do whatever you want with it. But I'm definitely playing this game again. And I encourage everybody, if they have not played it, to play it because it is awesome. And for FRWE, if you're a PS Plus member, um, it, it's totally worth it. And whatever Sony employee listens to the show, just go ahead and email us and tell us you exist because we've been predicting this for how many episodes <laughs> yep, now? Exactly. <laughs> no, seriously. Yep. Yeah, and and finally they 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 you know they answered our it. call. They exactly. were like, ah, so we'll yeah. do it. So Sony, you're welcome. 
But <laughs> but you know what's funny, Tim? I think you had said that you were you was you were thinking it would probably come out later in the year, just because it's it you know it's not. No, I was saying that Hall was saying it was going to come out soon. Yeah, I was that's saying true. That and I thought it would come out way later, but they already had it in Europe what last month or whatever. So I think Hall yeah. was on to something that it was going to happen. So. Shouts to you, Hall. You get you you win the brownie for today. Hall's Thank got his sir. finger on the pulse. Hall's got his finger on the pulse. That's right. So yeah, so, <laughs> so that was exciting. So that's it for as far as new releases this week. Not a whole lot going on. Uh, top selling games for the week ending of April twenty seventh. Number one and number two, Dead Island Riptide. Oh, yeah. there we go. So hmm. I was gonna have to reach through the internet and smack you if you said Luigi. Oh, yeah, I was. I was. I should have gone. Number one is Luigi. No, I'm kidding. But I decided. Yeah, I was gonna not. say Tim. You'd have plenty of time to move. I mean, Gabe's yep. probably lagging real yeah, yeah. bad. Yeah, I can move. Yeah, but um, yeah, I actually uh, there are some some people at Meredith's in downtown Franklin that are big gamers and they let me borrow um, their Dead Island Riptide. So I have it. I just haven't played it yet. So I'm curious. I, I want to. I want to try it and just see, um, there you go. see how it is. But um, so that was one and two. Uh, Lego City Undercover for the 3DS, number three. What's up? Like, man, 3DS, 3DS is killing it. Yeah, they're coming back, man. Luigi's Mansion is still number five. Uh, Injustice dropped to number four. Uh, number four and six, Xbox and PS3. And then Star Trek The Game debuted at number one. Uh, debuted at number seven for its first week. I was okay, about to I was say. say. It's like... <laughs> No, um, yeah, they only did 32,000 units. Oh, so, snap. So, well, that was for Xbox, and they did 22,000 for PS3. So, Star oh, okay, Trek, I'm sorry. Um, Hopefully more people than that go see the movie. Yeah, right. So, and then and Dragon's Dogma, for number nine, Call of Duty Black Ops 2, number 10. Still. <laughs> freaking still. I, I will, you talk uh, about staying power. I, yeah, I know. I think from here till, like, Christmas, I will continue to say Call of Duty Black Ops 2 in the top 10. <laughs> well, no, it, it, and until, then it'll like break into the top five when it, Christmas rolls around right. because people will start buying it again. Well, and then when Ghost comes out, then you know, then it's all whatever. Here's an interesting point, though. I just I just saw this today because we don't play any of these games, but I know we've talked about it before. FIFA 13 just crossed the 14.5 million units sold mark. Holy! Wow. 14 crap. and a half million. I I, I don't get that. I, well, no, that I do. You know what? I because it's, it's Europe because because Europeans love soccer and FIFA. What's well, the biggest sport in the world? The world loves soccer. Yep. What? That's uh, that's FIFA, uh, twenty thirteen. Yeah. Was that? Yeah. So e, FIFA so thirteen. The press release was EA announced that that more than fourteen and a half million copies of FIFA thirteen have been sold to date. Uh, FIFA's thirteen revenue from digital sales hit two hundred million in EA's twenty thirteen fiscal year, and ninety four percent increase versus FIFA twelve in the prior year. Total revenue from FIFA for the year was nearly three hundred and fifty million dollars, including oh my gosh. including FIFA Online and FIFA World Class Soccer. So wow! I mean, I know I don't play those games, but holy cow, you got to respect that. That's like that's amazing, and yeah, that just awesome. it, it kind of shows that like the worldwide culture of soccer is so much bigger than just our you know our tiny little United States. That oh, makes of course, man. They get into huge fights over soccer. But, they just did this past weekend yeah, too. People yeah, people have been killed. <laughs> so yeah, people have literally it's been, been crazy. But I thought that was pretty interesting that um, that EA is killing it worldwide on that. Well, this Dang is kind it. of a tangent. FIFA 13 is that the game with the goofy looking guy on the cover? That would, yeah, that'd be uh, Lionel Messi. He plays for Barcelona. Ah, gotcha. Yeah, I just remember seeing that cover, and I was like, that guy's face should not be able to <laughs> look like yeah, that. Yeah, like, he's not like the Cristiano Ronaldo model-type <laughs> soccer player at all. He's like this down-home Argentinian who just happens to be the most amazing soccer player in the world. That's the cool. Guy, he just he looks like he's at Disney World. Right. <laughs> yeah. The, the dude is amazing, though. Like, I've watched, I mean, I've watched some highlight Somebody reels else. from him and. I, I was going to say, I really hope we get some Twitter comments on that comment I just made, because I want to see <laughs> if other people feel the same way. You might get death threats now, Hall. You never know. <laughs> no, seriously. People take soccer serious, Jack. <laughs> They're going to be like, don't be talking about my Lionel Messi like that. <laughs> what, you, what you mean, Disney World? <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know what? I can't play soccer at all, so yep, exactly. I'm, I'm totally, just, just count me out of the picture. Nope, it's all good. <laughs> Hall. Yes. You got something, Jack? Yeah. Um, 
you know, I did you guys hear about the announcement uh, EA taking over the uh, exclusive license to the Star Wars games? Yes. Of course, yeah. What do we think it's, about that? Uh, I mean... It would, I mean, wouldn't it pretty much, if somebody was going to do an exclusivity agreement, wouldn't it be between EA and Activision anyway? It's definitely one of the heavy hitters. So you, it, I think you pick pick one, you know? I mean, it, it makes sense, I think, because it's a heavy hitter mm-hmm. with a heavy hitter in a heavy hitting franchise. So mm-hmm. now it's, now the proof is in the pudding. Now show us what you got. It's really weird because doesn't Activision have the Marvel licenses usually? I don't know. I'm not sure. And Marvel's owned by Disney, so it's kind of weird. Like the the left hand's doing one thing and the right hand's doing something else. But that's the same with any of those mega companies. Like, uh, oh, I know it's nuts. It's so weird how the left the left hand does not talk to the right hand most of the time, and they could save so much money and have so much more efficiency if they all just communicated. And I've I've experienced it with Sony firsthand. You know, just in my work, it's like, do, do you guys not talk to one another? Like, this could be so much easier to accomplish if we all just got together in a room and hashed it out. But whatever. Mm, right. Definitely. It, it's all good. That's too much. That's I too thought, much common sense. There you which go. Is becoming <laughs> and less that, and less that, common. Yeah. Just put a little star rainbow and that the more, you know, Bring, there you go. The more, <laughs> I was going to say with this announcement, they had said that there's going to be no Star Wars games in 2014. Um, obviously that means there's going to be none in 2013 or, or, or will there, I guess. I no, you know I, what though? Nobody really knows. I, that's, to me, that's fine because to, that's an indication mm-hmm. that they want to take their time. They got to figure out what they're going to do and how they're going to create a new game. So, you know what? Take all the time you need because I don't want the next game for star Wars to suck. You know, 13, well, I, 13, 13 looked amazing. Yes, definitely. Well, I just looked a little more into the story here, and it says 2014 fiscal, so that's oh, okay. April 2013 to March 2014. So, um, yeah, basically, I'm just waiting on the next Battlefront game if they'll ever give us another one. Did you guys ever play those? No. Mm-mm. Yeah, the Star Wars Battlefront games were a ton of fun, and if they brought out one now, it'd be, I mean, it would be a hit. It would be huge. I know. You know, that's such a weird thing. Like, I'm such a huge Star Wars fan, but I never was interested in any of the games because they never looked, I don't know, they just didn't look appealing. I don't know why. Force Unleashed 2 looked good to me for some reason. Yeah, both the Force Unleashed games were pretty fun and Battlefront was really cool because what it would what it was was like, there was like a large battle going on. So like, basically like a battle out of one of the movies and you would pick a character that you would play as and then you'd be playing online and like some other people would be different characters and then somebody would like you would get you would basically i think if you got like a certain number of kills in the row you could like be a jedi or something so oh, then cool. you'd spawn as a jedi it was awesome huh. yeah that is um, cool. that's neat yeah and okay. i would love to see them do a game like that and go back to uh the the first 3 movies 4 5 and 6 yes please i think i think star wars could do itself a lot of favor by focusing on games that are from the original trilogy i agree yeah and my thing with EA picking it up, I, I think uh, at the end of the day, I'm just glad someone picked it up. Right. Mm-hmm. I don't think I'm too caught up on who it is, but I'm I'm glad that someone did. Right. Mm-hmm. And and now it's now we now we need to see the proof of you know okay this has been you know the the torch has been passed now you know the company that's taking this over needs to step up and if if they mm-hmm. hit it out of the park this could reignite uh you know the star wars fanboy fanboys yeah. <laughs> fanboys not that you and never really had to reignite them cuz they they will always be fanboys but like the gaming experience i should say yeah, yeah it kind of yeah. reminds me of when everybody heard about the disney announcement and got really mad and i was just sitting there saying well what good has lucas done with the franchise right right i mean it's been like what are you expecting here yeah exactly like i was like are you happy about what george the job george lucas has been doing because if you are you know raise your hand because i don't think anybody has been yeah three words for you george jar jar binks that's all i gotta say (laughs) (laughs) the man's gonna make mistakes i have to i have to say this real quick we're in chicago uh dj madge the DJ with us. Oh yeah. Goes to see Iron Man in 3D. Here it's great by the way. Did you see it? No, I have to wait for Jenny. She would kill me if I want oh, to talk yeah. about her. Yeah. <laughs> Sitting in the row in front of him in two seats over, 
Sir George Lucas and his family. In Chicago. No way. In Chicago. Come on. <laughs> Can you believe that? No way. I was so jealous. I was like, oh my gosh. Did he I say would, something? I wish I would have been there. No, of course he didn't. Madge is shy. Oh man. I probably would have had to change my drawers. I mean, you have to say some he's George Lucas. He's like a national treasure. Yeah, just be dude. Like, if you see if I if you see George Lucas, you have to go up to him and talk in Jar Jar voice. No, no, you'll no, do that. And then when he tases you, you deserve it. Right. <laughs> and then you then you make T-shirts saying "I got tased by George Lucas." <laughs> exactly. That'd be amazing. That would be awesome, right? That's a story. Oh my gosh, you get a shirt made that says "George shot first. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Oh, Hall, oh, that's perfect. That's perfect. Uh, that is next level. Hey, that's Star our, Wars that's our next round of there. shirts, man. Married to the games. <laughs> George shot first. George shot first. That's um, incredible. That I can't believe incredible. that. Incredible. Yeah, I know. It was crazy. I was very excited for him. You know what else I was excited for? Please tell us. Freaking the the announcement for Plants vs. Zombies 2. Yes. It's about time. I knew time, you would be excited what it's about called. that. Yes. What's the release date? Dude, I saw that thing. I want to say it's... Next month. I think you're right. I think Did it's they, June. I don't know if they gave a. I don't know if they gave an exact date or if they just said it's next month. Oh, I can't. You wait. know how I. You know how iOS games are. You right. Know what I mean, well, they're like, they'll hey, it's coming out tomorrow. Up. Yeah, exactly. When it pops up there is when you get it. Yep. Um. So, uh, the the game is called Plants vs Zombies. It's about time, and uh, which I think is a, a clever way of probably killing two birds with one stone in the sense of. They know that their fans, such as Gabe Patillo, who's tweeted about it a lot. A lot, right. Um, that, you know, says, when in, in the heck is this next game? Because you got to remember, Plants vs. Zombies came out in 2009. Really? Oh, that long ago? Nine. Wow. It's 2013. Wow. I didn't realize You know that. what I'm saying? If that was Assassin's Creed, there'd be like eight of them out by now. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> exactly. So, so uh, Plants vs. Zombies 2, I feel like, is coming out in June. And I will be getting that as soon as I see it hit the App Store. Oh, yeah. For that, sure. That may or may not replace Candy Crush. Oh, I'm, it's definitely replacing whatever. I was going to say, I'm pretty sure it's going to replace that. Yeah, anything on my mobile devices, Plants vs. Zombies 2 is replacing. So I'm super excited about that. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, Router, did you have anything else? I got a, just uh, two short little tidbits some sad news uh we i know we were talking about far cry 3 do you remember the character dr earnhardt who was the the pothead doctor who housed the girl oh, yeah. like one of your girls uh-huh. the voice uh martin kevin kevin i believe uh passed away this past oh week. no yeah at age uh, 66 he uh according to the press release he had a brief battle with cancer if it's brief, that means oh. it probably was a pretty bad bout of cancer. So our hmm. thoughts go out to him. So Man. the Montreal Gazette notes yeah, him uh, and his family. Kevin enjoyed a successful career in film, TV, and theater, and he speak he spoke both French and English in his voice voice acting. So that's awesome. That's, mm. that's pretty cool. But um, yeah, so that's that's some sad news. And I, since we were talking yeah, about Far Cry Three, I figured I'd mention that. And then, yeah, man, it's, oh, it's 66 is so young now, man. Yeah, it really is. I know, it really is. So, and then another um, totally opposite spectrum. There's a new, new Borderlands class coming on May 14th. Borderlands 2 gamers will be able to download a brand Just new player. Just in time for my birthday. There you go. Sweet. <laughs> brand new player class, Krieg the Psycho. For $10, you can download him and um, you can play, play him. So he is the next Vault Hunter. So I is think that, that's pretty cool. That sounds like a lot of money. Is it for, not? Yeah, for a new character, maybe. I think if you bought the game new and you got that code, you should have gotten that character for free. Yeah. See? Yeah, exactly. I think it. I think this was probably a, a last-minute deal. I don't know. But, I mean, man, Borderlands has put out a ton of DLC already. So they maybe really wait until the game, the game of the Year edition. Game of the Year edition and call it a day. Yeah, I'm waiting on that. Mm. So... Yeah, that's that's what I got. Hall, you got anything else? No, not really. Um, I have I have one piece of bad news before we get to uh, not to end this on bad news. Uh oh. But on June first, you'll no longer be able to take your PS twos into GameStop and trade them in. Oh, really? They're cutting off, huh? <laughs> They're cutting it off, Jack. That's so it. You better, you better go get your three dollars out of your PlayStation at, at GameStop while you can. 
No, wow. you know you know what you need to do is you need to hold on to that system and wait until GameStop runs out of their used ones. Oh, because then they'll need some. Well, no, no. Then you throw it up on Craigslist for like, I don't know, $75. Get what it's really worth. Mm, I know. <laughs> nice. I thought that was interesting that they're shutting it off. I mean, I guess that you, you have to. But my thing is like, why, why shut it off? Why not just drop the price so low that people don't want to trade it in for that price because then you come ahead when somebody's like, okay, just take it for $5. You would be, you would be surprised. Like people would walk in there and GameStop would be like, you know, we'll give you $2 and they'd be like, sure. I know that's what I'm saying. Why not have that huge (laughs) overhead of having a, you know, a lot of PS2s. If you're only giving out $5 for them, but you're going to turn around and sell them for way more than that. Yeah. I have not a clue. Interesting. I mean, the same thing happened with NES games. It used to be, I mean, it, this was this was way back, but you used to be able to walk into an any uh, to a GameStop and get NES games, like almost all of them, for what, like between ninety nine cents and five dollars. Right. And once they sold out of all of those, because I remember the day they announced that they were going to do that, they sold out of all of them immediately. NES prices shot up from there. Exactly. That was it. Exactly. Yep. Um, because you couldn't get them anymore. Right. Supply and demand, Jack. Supply you, and demand. You know what made me really happy about Canada, though, is that they still call it EB Games up here. Really? That's nice. And that just made so me like they got all Funko Land inside. up there? No. I asked Jordan that today. I was like, <laughs> did you ever be, go to a Funko Land? He was like, no. I was like, what? So, But Funko Land, that's way back in the day, Tim. Yep. I mean, I went wow. to a Funko Land, but Router has never stepped foot in a Funko Land. No. No, I, I, I was just on... At the arcades at the beach during the summer. <laughs> well, when they, when they announced that they were going to stop selling NES games, I walked into a Funko Land and bought Turtles the Arcade Game for five bucks. I remember. Boom. Boom. I like that. All right. We got questions. We got questions right here in River City. Should we hit it? Yeah, man. All right. We got a, a Facebook question from our boy, John Fuller, and he actually set it up for us. Nice. He's got a couple quick fire questions. Oh, so here we so here we go. First one, single player or multiplayer? Single player, single player, single player, multiplayer RP- sometimes. Right. RPGs or action adventure? Both. Yeah, I was going to say both, too. Yeah, I think <laughs> both. That's a, that's Female such a lame or male answer. protagonist. Male. Female. Doesn't matter. As long as yeah, the game. Yeah, I mean, it really right. doesn't matter. Yeah. If I have to stare at like a dude's backside the entire time I play. Let me ask you this I'd, though. I'd rather it be a female. Hall. What? Who did you play in Mass Effect? Uh, dude. Exactly. <laughs> you had the choice. There you go. Um, uh, last one from him: candy bars or ice cream? Ice cream. Snickers ice cream, so it's both. Ooh, double shot. Nice. Yeah. I like it. Yeah, I'm, I'm going ice cream. You're best. such a glutton. <laughs> that's right. That's amazing. John, that was great, man. Thank you. That's that's the way to do some good quick fire questions yeah, right off the bat. I like that. Um, okay, our boy, our boy Drew on Twitter. Uh, what would it take to get you guys to buy a Wii U? Oh, my gosh. I think we've answered that before. Uh-uh, I think it was about a if Vita. Drop, it was about a Vita. Um, you're right. It was about a Vita, wasn't it? I was going to say a paycheck from Nintendo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's pretty much it. You know what? If they had a crazy, crazy good integration with the television, like, you know, they're talking about the new Xbox will integrate to where you can, like, it'll act almost as like your TV guide or your, you know, all that. If they had some kind of crazy good integration, if that, like, Wii TV thing would have been awesome. That would have been enough to get to get you to buy one. I, well, I mean, I mean, yeah, to I me, know. it's Probably it's not. like I, there aren't any Wii U games that I'm excited about. Like, there's no, there's nothing for me that would be like, I gotta have that game, and if it's on a different platform, I gotta have that. No, everybody's have that dodging game. the Wii U. The only thing is, the only reason I bring it up is because of that gamepad. Like, there's a couple controllers out there from I think uh, Harmony or. I forget what the company was, but like if it was a banging remote, like if I just would have needed it to be all encompassing, not just worked kind of well on some games. Right, right. If that makes sense. I got you. But I mean, probably nothing. I mean, and it'd be eight dollars. Hall for you, I'm assuming it would be a price break. 
Um, well, not only that, I mean, if they had some good, like, I mean, I imagine in like four years, they'll have tons of Mario games. There'll be like two Mario parties, two Mario carts and yeah. all kinds of stuff. Then maybe then, and even then, Let I'm just not, ex- I, what's up? Yeah. I was going to say, I think you what you were about to say was even with that, it, nothing about that gets you excited about the Wii U. And, and don't you think, me and Jordan talked about this a little bit today, they need new IPs. Like, Nintendo yes. people are yeah, like, ooh, I can't bad. wait for a new Pokemon. Ooh, I can't wait for another Metroid. Ooh, I can't wait for another Zelda. And you're like, what about new people? What about Last of Us? What about, you know, uh, Watch Dogs? What about Sleeping Dogs? What about all these new games that are coming yep. out that people are getting mm-hmm. excited about? Beyond Two Souls, Heavy Rain, those were all brand new ideas that, you know. Yeah, it just seems like it's the same run-of-the-mill stuff for the Wii. Yeah, it is true. But I was going to I was actually going to say I'm just not excited about the hardware. I mean, yeah, it's, it's not that great. Pretty much what we already have. So, yeah, it's true. And they're like, not why do a- I want? <clears throat> I mean, I have a PlayStation 3. I have an Xbox 360. Why do I want something else that essentially is the same thing? Yeah. yeah and they're not I'm that excited you. about it either, considering they're not doing a press conference at E3 this year. Yeah, right. Way I to think, go, Reggie. You know, I, t- I think that them deciding not to do a press conference at A3, actually, I think that's kind of a smart thing. The way I look at it is they could probably make announcements through their Nintendo Direct thing that they do. Yeah, but we and would never hear about it. Yeah, what's but that? They're, you know what? They're going to get buried with all of the hype from what's happening at E3, though. That's true. That is true. If they, were, if they were at buried. E3, they would, they would probably get more fanfare. And I think, too, it's just proving that you don't have anything. Right. Uh, yeah, that does make sense. Yeah, it's very true. All right. Well, Drew, that was a great question. Thank you, sir. Uh, we got Joey McPherson at Twitter. Uh, if you can only choose two games to play for the rest of your lives, what would they be? He said, counting games coming out this year, he said, mine would be GTA Five and The Last of Us. I would say uh, it's hard to pick games that aren't even out yet because we don't know that they're going to be killer games. Right. They could totally um, suck. I would say Final yeah. Fantasy Seven and Mrs. Pac-Man. Nice. Huh. I think Mrs. I Pac-Man would... has endless fun. Yeah, I was going to say I do. I love the Pac-Man games. Um. Man, I would honestly, I would have to say something probably like Skyrim, because it's long. And then, yeah. yeah, and then something I could play over and over again, like, uh, like had Gabe had said, Pac Man or Root Beer Tapper. Uh, Galaga, Root Beer Tapper, some something Joust. like that that just you play over and over again just to get better and better at. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then somebody finds you five years later and you're the best Pac Man player in the world. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Know. You'd be exactly. like amazing. You'd be the Pac-Man champion. What was yours, Ryder? <laughs> um, you know what? I would say Sleeping Dogs and uh, Brotherhood. It, you know what? It's you know, it's a toss-up between Brotherhood and Far Cry Three. I really loved Far Cry Three. It was good. I liked it too. It was really good. Yeah, I think that'd be mine. Um, okay. Do, 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 do. Um, okay, I may kill the this guy's name, but uh, Chaufi or Chaufi, uh, Twitter at, at that Chaufi. What games have you enjoyed that might have been overlooked or underappreciated by most? And I'm sorry if I screwed up your name, but you're definitely going to say Sleeping good... Dogs. Yeah, of course. Yeah, mine is Sleeping Dogs. Resistance Three, all the way. Yeah, man, you keep talking about that game, and I gotta, pl- I have to play that game because you, you, you really piqued my interest, and that was a, kind of a sleeper too, wasn't it? It was that. Uh, I, it's. I think. It just it didn't get the attention that it needed. It was such a good game, and it was. I think that was the whole reason it was the last exclusive from uh, Insomniacs. They were just like, we can't take this. I would say appreciation anymore. Anything off the Dreamcast? Sorry, I. Yeah, I say the whole Dreamcast system was overlooked, but had incredible games. There you go. Don't you think, Hall? Yeah, I was just looking up uh, how much a copy of Skies of Arcadia was. Oh, gosh, that game is so good. Yep. I played the crap out of that game. Oh, and Power Stone. Both oh, Power Stone games were Everyone, so good. they're starting to geek out. Everybody back up. <laughs> Dude, the, I, why have they not re-released Power Stone on XBLA no, and PSN? I have PSN? no idea. I have no idea. Those could totally be bundled up and released. They don't want the money. Everybody would play them. I'd play them. <laughs> yeah, holy, holy. It's, it's probably because they holy. murdered knights into dreams, 
And they're like, whoa, we don't want to do that again. And you're like, well, it's because you're an idiot the first time. Like, that game didn't need to be messed with unless you were going to kill it, and they did not do that. that that's Sega's problem, though. That Like, on stuff like that, they, they mess up once and then they kill it. But on Sonic, they just keep making bad games. Uh, Why do know. they do that? Uh, All right, send boys. them to the Olympics. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> All right, we got one last one, and this should probably close it out. Uh, our boy James Hartwick at Twitter. Uh, what is your wife's favorite video game of all time? That's an awesome question. Mario Party. Really? Yep. My wife cannot stand Mario Party. Really? Oh, my gosh. No. My wife loves Mario Party, but I like when we play, I mean, obviously, I'm a gamer, so I end up beating her on stuff and... So I kind of have to tone it down a little bit. Uh, yeah, you I mean, have to I'm play sure with one are... hand tied behind your back? <laughs> no. <it's laughs> Blindfolded. Just, I mean, <laughs> right. well, there's a lot of things that she beats me on. Like, if we we got into a situ- like a uh, streak where we were playing Mario Party every single night, and she got oh. really good at it. Nice. So it was awesome. What's yours, Ryder? You know, it's funny. I asked Lauren this um, because I saw this question. I'm like, you know, I have no idea. And she actually really surprised me. I was very impressed. She said Pitfall because she remembers back in the day because uh, her brother had an Atari at some at some point and she played the heck out of Pitfall all the time. Wow, that's a great answer. So that was a great I was like, babe, I'm impressed. That's a great old school answer. Yeah, right. I love that. What about Jenny? Um, it's def. Well, here's the thing. She plays Dr. Mario the most. And she loves it. But I think when it comes to her enjoying something and having a lot of fun, it's going to be Mario Kart. Yeah. I think. Speaking I of Mario Kart, there was, a, there was one of those. Was it Mario Kart Double Dash? Did you ever play that one? On the 64? No, on that was on the GameCube. Oh, GameCube. Yeah. No, 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 no. We didn't, yeah. I didn't have a GameCube. Krista and I, we, that was one of those games that we played and played and played hardcore until we could beat the campaign because the campaign for that game was so hard yeah but we got so good at that game that was another one i think that i could consider her favorite yeah mario i i I think mario kart has got to be it i mean like Mm -hmm. when we busted it back out when ed and sarah came over we had so much fun i i mean i think when it comes to fun that's it but she plays dr mario the most that's awesome yeah is that it? Well, yeah, that's it, man. Guys, thank you everybody for um, for sending in your questions, and we love it. So keep sending us questions. If you have any comments, by all means, do your thing. Yeah. And, you know, we don't mind criticism. So if there's something that we do that you guys think sucks, let us know. I'm not saying we'll change. <laughs> we might <laughs> cry a little, know. too. <laughs> yeah, we might cry a little and complain, but that's all right. Um Man. Please review us on iTunes. Yeah, review us on iTunes. Give us the one with the most stars. Five stars. Um, man, I really, I'm really glad I got to do this. This is a good detox day of not being able to talk about video games. Heck yeah. I'm so glad I got you to meet be up a with part Jordan of Thompson, do Boom Headshot. I get to be with my boys, married to the games. Uh, so yeah, y'all know where we're at. MarriedToTheGames.com. It's your one-stop shop for everything Tim, Tim, and Gabe. Uh, (laughs) You go to our Facebook from there, Facebook.com slash MarriedToTheGames. You can get to our Twitter from there, Twitter.com slash MTTGCast. Coming soon, George shot first t-shirts on the store. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. Uh, Tasered by George shirts. Um... And then also we're on YouTube, youtube.com slash married to the games. We're behind, I think, two weeks on there because I've been out of the country. <clears throat> but that's what that's where we're at. We're on Twitter. We love talking to you guys. Uh, it's been so awesome being able to still communicate with you guys through that. Keep hollering at us. We're going to keep bringing it. We're going to keep moving. What episode is this? 34? Yep. Zero three four. In we older than Gabe. In the freaking books. Yeah, man. Working our way towards Tim slowly but surely. Got a couple more weeks to go. <laughs> yes, thank you. <laughs> a couple? I think we got more than a couple. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, thank you. <laughs> We're gonna keep it moving. Me and <laughs> me and t- me and Hall are gonna enjoy making fun of uh, Tim and his age and his shots. Thank and, you. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> thank you. Just keep get, keep it keep it going. This is good. Just keep it going. <laughs> From Canada, I'm Gabe Patillo. In Nashville, that's Tim Router and Timothy Hall. We appreciate you guys listening. Come back, see us again next week. All right, we about this thing. Peace.